Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yeah! Thank goodness for your Aztec Slee. Otherwise, it would be... Uh the least interesting thing that you could possibly put together. How you feeling? You look oh, good. You look bright eyed. Yeah, you're in the the afterglow of an Austin Reeves 35 point performance last night. Yeah, this is our only day in this week. We have a Travis and I are in a tournament. Um, we're traveling <laughs> across the country. Where do we go first? Is it Nashville? I thought it was uh, Monaco. I think it's we're going the to the two. We're going to go to Monaco to play Creek. a little international uh, pickleball event. Yeah, we've been scouted we've by been some recruited. of the top leagues. <laughs> Fountain Valley had a lot of scouts out yeah, there. Well, Next thing you in. know, they're buying us tickets all, all across the world to go play pickleball. That was awesome. That was awesome. Super fun. Yeah, it was. Uh, okay, so let's let's kind of get right Super into it. Super fun season. <laughs> Super fun tournament, yeah. right? And and it kind of was similar to the Dodgers in one regard, is that we were one and done. Dodgers had one round and were out. Sure. We had one round and were out. So here here's the deal. The inaugural ESPN Pickleball Madness tournament on Saturday out in Fountain Valley was a ton of fun. It, it really was. Thank you to everybody that came out. It was an unbelievable turnout. Thank you to everybody that participated and played in it. Um, some teams that were very, very good. Some beginning teams as well in there. Yeah. It was a nice little range of things. But you and I literally went on the court together for the first time ever against the El Diablos. Mm-hmm. We got out to a nice lead in the Gosh, opening game. What did we have like a nine to three or four lead, something like that? Were we up by that much? It, it was at least it could have been nine to four or five. We had a we had a I was gonna go we had a lead that was at least four points. I was whether that was the score or not, I was prepared to walk in today saying we were up six five. <laughs> and I wasn't gonna give any more cushion than that. We, oh we no no. We had a much we bigger know, lead four than or five one points. Point. We least. had a four yeah. or five point lead at one yeah. point. And then the El Diablos beat us eleven to ten yeah. in the opening game. So we were there. Mm-hmm. We were there. These guys play. They play together. They play relatively frequently. You yep. and I first time together. They're cheaters, by the way. The problem was yeah. I started to run out of gas very, very quickly towards the end of the first game. By the time that the second game had rolled around, I was running on fumes. I was incredibly tired, and we did not perform nearly as well in the second game. We lost, I believe, 11-6, to six, Something I think like that. the final score was. Yeah. So 22-16 to 16 was the aggregate. You know what you reminded me of? You remind me of if you go for a jog, uh-huh. and the first mile, you're like, you can't breathe. Your heart is just pumping. But then by first the time- mile, first mile. 100 yards let's play the premise on this one and then by the time you get to the second mile you're like actually i'm feeling better than i was the first mile and then the third mile you're like my legs i can't even feel them i'm just going (laughs) i felt like as we went on through the day that was you that they got us at the right place at the right time damn it if that was a warm-up game i think we would have still been out there running people through the courts of fountain valley we we lost to a team that was better than us i think we were talking this morning if we played the el diablos 10 times I think they beat us seven or eight of those ten times. They, they, we were we we're going to have to kind of pull an upset to get through there. Mm-hmm. Not impossible, but I think that's probably about where it would land. 
where it got interesting and where it got super fun. A, you started to have a lot of Michelob Ultras, which yeah. was good. <laughs> I like see M- Michelob out. Ultra Slee is a very fun version of Slee. I didn't know Michelob Ultra <laughs> and pickleball go so well together. You, you found, I did not know that they like go so well. Peanut butter and jelly, steak and eggs, right? It was a it was a good combination. Slee and Michelob Ultra and pickleball. Um, and then we played against Jorge and Berg. Yeah, one played against Kaplan and Sedano. One, yeah, no. and we we play. Oh, we played. Uh, who else? We we played. Um, uh, uh, Greg, not Greg. Um, Matt Burke. And, oh yeah, Burke and and Laura. Bur- and oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. That's so right. we played a handful of other matches. And look, Slee, I'm gonna say it. Mm-hmm. I don't think that there's any question of the seven ten teams. Yeah, we were the best one. I actually let me go a little step further. They can combine any two that they want at the station. Does Ron count? Does sure. Ron? Yeah, Ron sure. counts. Um, any two, and I think we're holding our own against anybody. I think we got oh, yeah. a little bit of a bad draw. I'm already bit. making an excuse here. Hey, real quick, nobody's listening, right? Yeah. The guy, the El Diablos went in the second round and got demolished. Got demolished. <laughs> Bro, there were some ballers there. Really good players. There were times I caught myself. you see myself. those two women that yes. had the match? They were amazing. There were times I caught myself, and I'm just watching other matches. You know, because we got caught up in the main stage, and we're watching, and maybe it's just one of our... DeMarco and Kirk is playing whoever. We got caught, like, watching our own people. And then I'd look over, I'm like, what the hell is going on over at that court? There was real pickleball being played. Yes. Absolute ballers on a lot of those other courts. Yes. And even though we lost and said that we think we could have hung with those guys, they got demolished in their next match. Yeah, we, we were not going to make a run through the tournament, but the run through 7-10, like if there were a, an exclusive 7-10 bracket, which I would advocate for moving forward, when yeah. we do the second annual Pickleball Madness, we should have a 7-10 bracket. Mm-hmm. I think we will be the top seed, and rightfully so. Because the first game, again, we'd never played before, right? So we're kind of figuring out each other. You're better at it than I am. Um but you get everything on that back line. I was reasonably effective at the net once I caught my breath. I did not. I was. I was. Can't not get any past you. But we had a good little rhythm going. Yeah. We both serve reasonably well. You're pretty spry on that back line. You were able to hit a lot of really good shots. I'm pretty good at the net. I think that we had a pretty good thing going there. Had we just gotten into a bracket with more of a of a skill level similar to ours, I think we'd have a pretty good run. Okay, so. I asked this question, and I don't know. Berg actually asked this question a week ago. He said, hey, when the pickleball tournament's over, are you done? Is it retiring? You're putting the paddle up? And Mine's I in said, a glass case. I, I, said, I, I said, I think I'm going to keep playing. Now, I don't know how often I'll play. How do you feel after playing in the tournament? Can't wait for the next tournament. Can't wait for the next. I'm. Let's announce the date, and about two weeks before the date, you'll start. You'll start will, getting out there. Again. I will find the paddle. Yeah, and then I will start thinking about it, and then I will play. Our opening match will be the next time we play. No, here, here's what I didn't know. Because mm-hmm. preparing for it, the handful of times I played, I played uh, singles with my buddy Brad. Right, he's much better at it than I am. Covers a lot more court than I do. Doubles is much more fun. I agree. It, it's it's an incredibly better game with four people on the court as opposed to two. It moves quicker. The points are scored more quickly. Just everything hey, about it is to, more fun. You don't have to cover a no. thousand feet. You no. know, you just got kind of your little section that you got to cover. Okay, out of everyone that was playing mm-hmm. on Saturday, who impressed you and who were you like, oh, I thought they were going to be a lot better? Brian Mashonsky impressed me. Mace's yeah. brother mm-hmm. was really good. Mm-hmm. Quick, like He's a big guy, yeah, right? He he's, a, he's a big guy, but pretty light on his feet, pretty quick, pretty skillful. He really impressed me. 
the rest of the 710 crew kind of went, went kind of what I expected to see. The, the people that I thought, the only one that was a bit of a surprise, sorry, one of my buddies, love him like a brother, right? We've worked together Kirk. for seven seasons. Kirk, yeah. Kirk surprised me. Yeah, a I thought, bit. He, I thought, <laughs> Kirk, this, it's unfair because yeah. for Kirk, you just say you're playing any sport and you're just going to assume, I'm like, yeah, no, he's, uh, he's an all star. So right out the gate, I was putting Kirk on a high level. Yeah, I, I thought Kirk was like the the lead guy mm-hmm. I, because I'd seen Kirk play in the NFL. I saw Kirk swing a bat at Fresno State, hit home runs on a college like hitting bombs on a real baseball field. Saw what he did at the softball, softball game. game just, seen yeah. him move around. I've seen him shoot a basketball. Kirk's a duh. he's Kirk. He's yeah. a great athlete. Kirk is not a great pickleball player. Kirk Kirk struggled a little bit on the pickleball court. That was the one that's like, I got that dead. DeMarco was exactly what I thought. Much quicker than you would think. Incredibly competitive. Yeah. And he was going for it. Kirk, no. I don't don't think we got, and I think this was kind of, I didn't really know what to expect on Saturday, right? You're just kind of pulling up. Um, same time while we're starting getting ready to play, SDSU was playing, so 86% of my mind was just like, can I just get a score at least? Which, by the way, we got a cool TV there. It was great. The whole, uh, the whole backdrop and everything else. But once we got there and kind of the tournament got going, that was great. That was awesome. All the people that came out, all the partners that were there, um, for you and I, who have never been a part of something like that, most anybody here at the station was not – that was a really good tournament to play. That was a really fun tournament. It was at a great area that we don't Perfect. typically get a chance to go out to. How's your body? How was your feeling the next day? Because we, we played, if you added up all the time we played, we probably played for a couple hours. Yeah. Pro- probably, maybe an hour and a half. Maybe a couple hours might be a little more. But all right. it was at least 90 minutes of, of continuous play. I'm going to tell you, yesterday was a little sore, and then I stretched. What? And then I felt better. Uh, I'm unfamiliar with that, but sure. If you if you said that helped, I guess that's possible. Don't do it. I don't. <laughs> I don't recommend you don't, do it. Don't worry about it. I'm not going to. Um, I, I felt, but I feel okay. I felt pretty good yesterday. Mm-hmm. Today, my calves feel like somebody hit them with ball peen hammers. Yeah. Like they, they are. Taylor will stretch you out. Lay sore. down on the table. Incredibly sore. But I thought the whole thing would be a mess, right? Just because I haven't had like genuine uh, vigorous exercise like yeah. that in a while. And I'm not not too bad. I'm not my back feels good, my shoulders, my chest, my legs, other than my calves, which are killing me. And I'm sure my my selection of footwear had nothing to do with that. It was great. Anytime I get sore like Saturday, I have a Michelob Ultra. And if I yeah, just have one of those, it's good. If I just have one of those, I'm fine. You, you had a good run there when we were playing. Where after, between every point, you'd run back to the fence, take a little sip, just go back to the fence, got to hydrate, sip. got to hydrate. It was sunny. It was, it was so a great you day. To make sure you. It was hydrate. a great day, but it was good because. And I like this version of you. Uh-huh. Make make no mistakes about what I'm about to say. I really like this version of you. I've only seen it twice. Okay. When we went to the Dodger game, uh, Dodger Padre oh, yeah, playoff yeah. game, There's where you had of, a couple of beers, of beers that day, and then on Saturday, where you having a few. You get very chatty, which is not your normal deal, yeah. which is awesome. You were very funny. You were engaged, yeah. still playing a high level of pickleball. It was great. But Chatty Slee is, is a very popular a guy in my Can we world. get a beer right now? Get a, Somebody get him a 12-pack and put it right there by his, by his desk. I'm so just cracking. By noon, I'm six deep. What's my going favorite, on in the studio? My favorite part of the whole day was I got to meet Rookie. Rookie's Rookie was a there. cutie out there. Lady Slee was there. Yeah, yeah. You need they to were, feed Rookie. He's skinny. No, don't say that. Yeah. No, the guy is... He's uh, just a baby boy. He no, has more time to grow. He's been eating. He's <laughs> been eating. Yeah, he's put up uh, 10, 15 pounds over the last probably like four or five months. He's a good boy. He's getting in there. He's a good boy. Yeah, he's... I, uh, I, I thought 
he doesn't do the best with um, a lot of noise and all, he just doesn't know what the hell's going on. He just his attention. He doesn't know like most dogs are calm, cool, and collective. This guy was jumping. He actually surprisingly, I thought he was great. Had a good time. He was enjoying himself. Gave him a Michelo Walter as well. <laughs> it's good runs in the sleeve with jeans. <laughs> Everybody has an ultra and they get a little, nah, a little awesome. hyped up along the way. It was great. Uh, if you were out there, you want to call in and, and talk about your experience, I would love to hear about it. And uh, when it comes to the 710 folks, Al and I are here to take on all comers. If anybody here wants to go play us, I will do that. Other than that, I'm just going to retire until the next uh, Pickleball Madness tournament. Yeah, I th- by the way, I think we'll get some. I think we'll get some people that want to play. There's one person I don't want to play, and I'll tell you who it is uh, a little bit later. I, I had a weird moment that we'll okay. talk about when we come back. Um, one of the other 710 teams, one of their participants said something to me. that They were trying to be nice to me, and I feel worse about oh, myself not than good. I ever had before. That's it's not just, good. Uh, it, it, it's really kind of sticking the with me. The trying to be nice, but then just demolishing the other person, was, that's not a good story. It was tough. Plus, all we need for the Lakers to get into the play-in is 35 a night from Austin Reeves. We're all good. It's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, ESPN. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more More than than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C. Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. So that's the secret sauce, right? Just get Austin Reeves to score the final 10 points of every yeah. game, drop 35 MVP mm-hmm. chance along the way. He was terrific last night, but it's a little alarming that they needed Austin Reeves to do what he did last night to beat a Magic team that's outside the Eastern Conference playoff picture. Um, which one do you want? Do you want you want me to tell it now? There's two things. There was Austin Reeves getting MVP chance at Crypto, <laughs> right. and there was another thing that stood out to me at the game. Do you want it right now or do you want it later? Give me now. Okay. There's a basically a ninja at crypto.com. Nobody knows where he or she is. Nobody knows where they're sitting. But they're smoking 14 J's, 14 joints during the game. Okay. Okay. I think, I don't know if you remember this, about a couple months ago, I had mentioned it at some point to you on there. I'm like, somebody is just blazing like no tomorrow. Right by where you sit, at right? At crypto.com arena. Yeah. Okay. And. John and Michael in front of me, uh, Billy Mack and uh, Stu to my right. They're both one row in front of me. 
and we're all, you know, they're doing the broadcast, they're doing the TV broadcast, and they're just looking around doing the broadcast. Like, what the hell is going on? They brought in, now you got the red coats there, right? The red jackets. They're all kind of like lined up to the left looking. They're trying to like narrow down the section in this, and we think it's in the section in front of us. Nobody can find this guy. Started in the first quarter, all the way through three and a half quarters, the guy was, I, I don't know what he was doing. Whether it's a guy, girl, whatever it is. A weed ninja. No one can find this person. It's the funniest thing I've ever seen. Billy Mack will stand up during a timeout and be like, what the hell is going on here? <laughs> no one can find this guy. He comes probably once every couple of months. He stakes somewhere in that 111 section. <laughs> he smokes probably three joints during the game, and no, no other, none of the red security people can find him. There, you don't see the smoke? You just smell it? Yeah. Don't see it. Don't see Just a complete ninja. Complete, took over the game yesterday. The whole section was like, I don't know what's going on. So maybe Austin Reeves did not get the secondhand high that everybody else did because he was in the zone yesterday. He it's was. It's pretty he was funny terrific. to watch, man. Security guards all to the left. No one can find him. I think it's over there. I think it's over there. For a full half, everybody's looking for the guy. Couldn't find him. And you smell the smoke. <laughs> That's it's a, quite a talent. I mean, I, he should try to go everywhere. He should show up at Laker games, Kings games, Dodger games, you know, Galaxy games, LAFC games. Like, I had three pretzels yesterday for no reason. I just kept going back. <laughs> bring me another. Bring me another cookie. You should keep going down to the meeting. Why does Slayer keep going to the concession stands? <laughs> keep coming back with cupfuls of M and M's. By the way, the, the Lakers have purple and gold M and M's. Is so great. Do they still have those? Uh, they're all colors. Now. Oh yeah, they, they had like just the the yellow. Yeah, and purple there was a ones. time custom made uh, Laker M and M's, which were terrific. Got expensive. <laughs> yeah, got, got, got expensive. Got and they taste so differently yeah. when they're purple. They, and yeah, yellow. but it's just it's it's fe- Emily Mia is somebody that likes the details and things. It's just it's, t- it's, it's the very it's a nice touch. Yeah. It's, it's a nice little elevated uh, element along the way. Austin Reeves was. I mean, you, you said something during MVP. the break. You're like, he saved the season. Maybe. I mean, we'll see. They're still, you know, right on the cusp. They gotta, they gotta get out of the play-in before we can, we can talk about that. But he really did save the night last night. Mm-hmm. That without him having a performance, you know, career high, 35 points. He, what he make eight to ten free throws in the fourth quarter. He, he, he was, he was How terrific. About he got to the free throw line 18 times. Austin Reeves got yeah. to the free throw line 18 times. How many times? And I, re- I really don't know the answer to this. Yeah. I don't have the box. How many times did Anthony Davis get to the free throw line? Six. To Austin Reeves is 18? Three of six from the free throw line. Six. So Anthony Davis got there one-third as many times as Austin Reeves did. Okay. Makes just, sense. Just wanna, yeah, it does. It re- you know what? You know what the part that sucks? It does make sense. That's the, the the fact that it does make sense. I think is part of the the, the got, larger problem. I got a question for you as we get into a little bit of the Lakers here. Do you remember a week ago, last Sunday, a week ago yesterday, they lost to the Knicks, and both you and I said, I don't think it's that big of a deal. I agree. Yeah, losses come. You kind of like where the team was trending. Uh-huh. You kind of like what they were doing, and they had this big matchup coming up against the Pelicans on a Tuesday. So this was last week, right? How come, and you help me out here, and maybe it's as simple as, well, Anthony Davis hasn't looked all that good, but the starters have been awful as well. But over the course of one week, we went from kind of feeling good the position that the Lakers were in, thinking that number six is definitely in play. A lot of these other teams were losing. And then over the course of four games, they lose to the Knicks, beat the Pelicans, but in the second half— 
be in the second half, you had to play all your guys through the fourth quarter because the second half you kind of started the Pelicans started making a run. AD then doesn't play against Houston, they lose. They lose to the Dallas Mavericks at the end. Anthony Davis is involved in three different plays where mm-hmm. you could point the finger at, and I'm not trying to just go at AD, but I'm just talking in general here. Well, he's the reason they lost. And I mean, then you yesterday, can spin it however you want, he, they lost to the Mavericks because of Anthony Davis's mistakes. And then yesterday, they need to play basically um, 47 and a half minutes to beat the Orlando Magic until Austin Reeves hits some free throws there at the end. What happened in the last six days? Well, I think what happened is. They've gone, they went from when they made the deal and they got these other players, and Anthony Davis's performance were more or less pretty consistently good to being completely unpredictable. For the last week, they've been completely unpredictable, and no one feels good about anything if they don't know what's going to happen next. Even if things are going bad, Mm -hmm. if you know what's going bad, you can prepare for what's going bad, right? You can try to mitigate whatever it is that isn't working through strategy or rotations or whatever, but that's not what's happening. What's happening with them is you don't know what you're going to get on any given night. That's really hard to prepare for. It's very hard to think that, okay, I know what's going to happen next when you have no idea what's going to happen next. They've been all over the place. 40-point lead against the Pelicans. Now, all of a sudden, you got to play your guys in the fourth like quarter. Like 11 because, or 9 yeah, or whatever it, like, it got that, down that's to. That's not yep. acceptable. They lose to Houston for all the reasons that we've talked about you know, over and over again. Anthony Davis has a terrible end-of-game sequence where he's missing free throws. He's not closing out. Fouling Kleba foul, on a three when you're up four. Everything that you could have done wrong, he did do wrong to a game where Austin Reeves, who is a nice NBA player, but now you need an all-star caliber performance out of a guy that you're probably not going to get an all-star caliber performance out on a consistent basis. It's really hard to feel good about a team when I have no idea which version of this team I'm going to get from night to night. And they're back to where they were prior to the deadline, which is I don't know. Are we going to get the good guys? Because when the good guys show up, it's a pretty darn good team. Mm-hmm. When what we saw the last couple of nights, it's buckle up because they could have lost three in a row. They also could have won three in a row or four in a row going back to Houston had they had Anthony Davis against Houston. It's just completely unpredictable on what you're going to get from them night to night. So this is um, this is kind of the mix that they're in. I, I, I'm paying less attention to, well, what seed are they? I'm paying less attention to how many games are they back from number six? How mm-hmm. many games are they back from number 12? I have a curiosity of, are the Lakers playing good basketball or not? Not right now. Right? Like, is is the product on the floor, can you look at it and say, man, if that team gets in, they can maybe give a run for their money to Memphis or Sacramento. This last week, a lot of that kind of positivity that you were starting to garner towards the Lakers, a lot of these starters... The starters have actually, every time the bench comes in, it feels like the bench has to get them out of a seven, eight point deficit, something along those lines. I got more, I, I, I'm more confident in Austin Reeves and Dennis Schroeder and even Wendy and Gabriel, like some of these guys that they're going to contribute more than I am to some of those starters. Schroeder and Reeves have been incredibly yeah, have. important to what they've been doing right now. And look, they're, they're in a weird spot because this, we're in the point of the season where you have to start looking at not only are you going to get in or out, but who you're going to play, right? Mm-hmm. And right now, if this thing were going to start, they would be in. But this is what you're asking them to do. They'd have to go on the road and win in Minnesota. Yep. Okay, doable? Sure. Easy? Eh, it's so-so, right? Like, Minnesota's not the most difficult place in the world, but it's kind of in the middle. And they'll have 
Anthony Edwards and Carl Anthony Towns will both be back. Anthony Edwards twisted his ankle, so you know maybe mm-hmm. the Lakers caught a break in there that their best player may be something less than his best. But then, even if you win that game on the road, you're going to have to go to either Oklahoma City or Golden State. The loser of that 7-8 matchup sure. is going to get the home game in the next game. You're going to have to win two in a row on the road. Winning in Golden State, at home, they're really, really good. On the road, that's a little different. 29-7 at home. They always struggle with OKC. That just seems to be one of those teams that is a bad, the proverbial bad matchup for them. It does matter where they are. It does matter if they're in ninth or tenth or eighth or ninth or seventh or eighth or sixth or seventh. All of these things matter a great deal, and they've put themselves, other than being out of it altogether, they're in the worst possible place you could ask, which is you got to go on the road and win two in a row. And when you're playing the way they are, wildly inconsistent, to win two games in a row on the road is a really tough putt. So what would they be if they're if they're wildly inconsistent and you're not really sure what you're going to get night in and night out? Then they would probably split those two games and not be in the playoffs. That's that's kind of that more times unless that, the bad version of them shows up in game one and then you're and then it's one over and done. And, and by the way, that could be it too. Listen, I, I I think there's a you're looking at the quality of the play. You're looking at are they playing good enough basketball to just kind of give you. To, to be a little bit more encouraging. They beat Orlando yesterday, and I had a feeling in postgame, I'm like, well, I'm not supposed to feel like this after a win. Relieved. Yeah. Yeah, relief. And disappointed. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know? sure, but at least it's more like, all right, fine, just we won on move the on. next one. Phoenix on Wednesday. Just move to the next one. Survive in advance. Yeah, it, it's definitely kind of a, a move-on state. Saturday, we're at the pickleball tournament, and this is just... This is every Laker fan felt the same way. 55% of my conversation with people, what the hell happened last night? Like, yeah. I don't know, guys. I don't know. Travis and I have a tournament coming up. <laughs> Chad, to stay you think my mental state of mind is on the game against the Mavs? It's, it's funny. I think you and I are a very good representation of the two different types of Laker fans that are out there because you're getting the what, what the hell just happened. I'm getting the same exact question, but it's like, can you believe this guy? Like it, it's you, you've been saying it. Look, look at the, he did it again. He did it again. He did it again. It's the same thing. It's everybody wants the same result, but there's the hey, what's going on? And the other like, I know what's going on. It's it's like two very different camps looking at the same thing, wanting the same result, but saying no. And, and I, I'm not kidding. It had to have been at least ten people on okay. Saturday. Can AD please stop saying it's his fault? We know it's his fault. <laughs> Yeah, we the, oh, yeah, that one's on me. Yes, we know. You do not need well, to tell us. Can I tell you something that's funny? We saw it too. Can I tell you something funny? There's, when somebody says it, which game was it? I think it was the Knicks game. Lakers were playing good basketball over a stretch. And Lakers lost to the Knicks, and AD basically took all the, hey, guys, that's on me. But they had been playing good basketball, so mm-hmm. I don't think it really bothered as many people of, hey, you know what? Here's the leader of your team. He's taking the blame. He's taking this. The problem is... If you go a week where you lose three games and AD is saying, "Hey, that's on me," um, you, you that's when you're you're kind of done saying the "my bad, it's on me." Nobody really wants to hear that anymore. All right, there may be a little bit of good news on the horizon. We'll give that to you next. Plus, we got some Laker fans that want to get in on this. Eight seven 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 ten ESPN. That's eight seven 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 ten three seven seven six. It's all coming up. It's Travis Slee, seven ten ESPN. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. 
Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. If you want to get in on that Ask Slee, the rainy Ask Slee, 877-710-3776. Uh, like Chris said, that's coming up in about 10 minutes from right now. We already got some good ones. Uh, one of our Ask Slee regulars, TFP, was out at the uh, pickleball tournament on Saturday. How did you get a chance to talk to Francis? Yeah, I did. I did. He uh, came in with a full Clippers, basically, <laughs> <did>. blazer. <laughs> I, I apologized to him uh, about the Mandy's. Um, I felt like we should have <laughs> gave him more consideration, and we made a mistake there. Yeah. Um and uh, and that was pretty much our conversation. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's a good man. We Thanks have for coming bunch out, Francis. of the Trav and Slee All Stars that were out there. Got a chance to talk to a whole bunch of those folks. So, uh, thank you to everybody that came out. It was great. I- I'm looking forward to doing it all over again. I really am. I think that uh, we we need to play our seven ten brethren in in a bracket Slee because I think we could make some noise. I really do. I was very pleased with the Trav and Slee team, Team Thick Van Exel. Yeah. By the time we got in the middle of our second game, I'm like, yeah, I think we've started to figure out who does what well. And basically, let's you train do once a week. Eighty percent of it. I'll do the twenty up front. Bro, you're a and beast more at than that. Eh, nothing no, gets past you. I'm tall, so I, have I know a, I have a little bit of a reach. So th- that's it. But. The opening match was I was I was trying to cover too much of the court and I ran myself out of gas in like ten points. I had I had ten points worth of hustle and I used them on the first ten points. It was a huge it, mistake. It is, you basically did the equivalent of it's a marathon and you started sprinting right out the gate. They're like <laughs> you have mistake. you're not even a half a mile in. <laughs> but I had the lead. <laughs> At one point, I did have the lead. Uh, I, I figured, like, look, they, take we, a we picture. Got a chance. We got a chance. Let's uh, go to Riverside and Emilio. Emilio, you're on with Trav and Slee. What's up, Emilio? Hey, hey, what's going on, guys? Hey, uh, I just, I'm, I'm a bit concerned, guys. I ain't gonna lie. Like before, before coming into this week, I ain't gonna lie. I, I was really picturing the way the West was falling. Kept giving us chance after chance. The Lakers were gonna go on a run. Run through the Western Conference, right? We're not having LeBron James is rested, healthy, ready to go. The role players, right? Then we lose the Houston Rockets. Then what happens on Friday happens. Then yesterday, I'm like, we won things. I ain't gonna complain about a W, but that's about where I stand. Like, I'm concerned. And the one thing that's the one word that I'm thinking of right now, guys, is arrogance. This is lastly, arrogance is killing us. 
it's like, oh sure, let's let's say Anthony Davis on a back to back. Let's pencil in the uh, W against the Houston Rockets, the same Houston Rockets that just beat Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. Yeah, let's say Anthony Davis because we're just gonna just pencil in a W. Okay, all right, sure. We're gonna pencil in a W against the uh, Dallas Mavericks. They're gonna they're just not gonna show up. No Luka Doncic shirts. To me, guys, we're coming out slow. No effort, no energy. We can blame Darwin Ham, his rotations, all we want, guys. These players are the ones losing the game. For it's more players than it is coaching at this point. That is a concern. Me. I mean, I'm going to jump in because I think you share similar sentiment to a lot of people. I do think a, a week ago, the feeling around Lakers basketball was okay. Hey, let's see how this thing ends up. Let's see if they can. Maybe that number six seed is not out of the question. Which I'm kind of done looking at. You pay attention to the standings and what other teams are doing when you're winning. When you're losing, I care so much less about what other teams are doing because are you basically backdooring to get in or are you getting in because Lakers are playing good basketball and it doesn't really matter what everybody else is doing. He says something I think was interesting. I, I, I do think that the arrogance that he's referring to, I mean, you could be... Uh, let me kind of give an example. I think the Nuggets have lost four or five or something along those lines. They have such a lead in the Western Conference. I'm not telling you it's a good strategy, but they have the cushion to be arrogant. Sure. <laughs> you if you're three games below 500 or two games below 500, there's no point where you could be arrogant. So if there is arrogance to the Lakers, then they're reading everything wrong. And whether that's the case or not, um, that would be a tough pill to swallow. Yeah, I don't think it's arrogance so much as it is this sense from the Lakers. And, and maybe it's well-earned, maybe it's not. It, it I don't know. It's this sense of inevitability. Oh, we're going to be there at the end. We're we're, we're going to, but by the time it's all said and done, maybe we have to go through the play-in, but we're going to be in it. And then once we're in it, then let's see what happens. It's this sense of the inevitability of the talent of the Lakers. And by that, I mean LeBron James and Anthony Davis, that the inevitability of that being good enough to get you into one of the top 10 mm. is kind of what they're relying on. And they might be right. It, it may be just barely good enough, right? That I know LeBron has missed some time. We'll talk about him uh, in a minute. But the fact of the matter is, it's not so much the inevitability of those two guys. It's the inevitability of the entire bottom two-thirds of the Western Conference being bad, right? You look at the, the Lakers right now, are they're in 10th. They have this, they, they're, they're tied, a statistical tie with the Jazz, who are in 11th. But they're only a game and a half out of the sixth spot. Mm -hmm. Like everybody from about five down to about 12. Virtually the same record. Are the same. Mm -hmm. And none of them are good. They're all flawed. All of those teams have some flaws along the way. So I don't think it's arrogance. I think it's they're going to get in because they're just as average as the other teams. And maybe if what Darvin Ham is saying is true, you do have a light at the end of the tunnel. What he said, was it yesterday, Slee, talking about LeBron, that, that he expects to have him back at some point, or was it Saturday? Pre-game yesterday. Pre-game yesterday. He said, we anticipate having him come back at some point. Mm -hmm. uh, I think Braun, him being out, has revealed that we have a lot of different weapons that are very capable players on both sides of the ball that can help us achieve the goal that we're trying to achieve. And when he comes back, he's just going to add to it. Good. That's slightly different than what Brian Windhorst said late last week, where it's like he's he's really not that close to coming back. Got ten games left. There's not like there's a ton of runway yeah. that they have to to mess around. They've so, got so just three so you know, weeks of the season left. Just so you know, Thursday is when he gets reevaluated. Mm -hmm. So that's when we'll get an official update. Hopefully, um, you're right. That's 
That's it. There's only 10 games left. Yeah. They played so 72 games. Th- this idea that everything is going to be okay, this idea, well, LeBron's going to well, – A, we don't know for sure that he's going to come back. And if he does come back, they this group of players with LeBron James hasn't really played very much basketball. What, one? Is it, it was Maybe the Dallas two. game? Maybe two? Okay, Maybe so two. Let, let's just say it's two. There isn't a ton of time. The Lakers are not playing their best basketball right now. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see. This The time is – thin it is short you have 10 games left your best player may or may not be coming back your second player is in one of his low periods right and we know anthony davis he has high periods where it's like all right let's go sure and then you have the low periods which is where we are right now which is poor free throw shooting bad decision making skipping games there's we're in one of those right now ups and downs we're in a down and you're in a dogfight to be one of the top 10 teams and there is no guarantee you will be the good news is everyone else is just in the same boat that you are. I, I think that's that's where you stack everything up together. So in order for the Lakers to get in these final 10 games, um, they're going to have to play good basketball. They're going to need some teams to play bad basketball, which they could probably rely on because that's kind of how, how the West has been. You're going to need LeBron James, who has not played since that game against Dallas three-plus weeks ago, to be reevaluated on Thursday and hopefully return before the season ends. You need Anthony Davis, who's been inconsistent, get on a to high. be Anthony Davis and get on the right high. You need a lot of these players that were initially traded to the Lakers and came out at the gate looking great, now completely back down to earth. D'Angelo Russell's been average at best these last few games. That, that's, that's the whole thing, though, right, Al? Because mm-hmm. D'Angelo Russell is a good, but he's not a megastar. He's a guy that can have good games. He's a guy that can have... Average games. This is what makes him. That's why LeBron and Giannis and you, those. There's not a lot of those guys, mm-hmm. and you don't get guys like that at the deadline very often. You got role players. D'Angelo's probably better than a role. He's better player, than a role player, and but he's, he's not, also definitely not a, not a superstar. Yeah. So yeah. whatever that thing in between mm-hmm. those two tiers is, that's what he is. And you're going to get inconsistent performances, and that's why Anthony Davis is so important because theoretically, at least, he is a star. He can't be the inconsistent, and, and one. he's the one performing most inconsistently. Yeah, he can't be the inconsistent one, and and that's why, you know, the the feeling we have today. Let's just use as an example. Yesterday, the Lakers played Orlando. At one point, I think they took a 16-point lead. Let's say the Lakers just kind of walked away with the win yesterday, and they won comfortably. It was double digits. It's not just winning. It's how you win, too, Mm -hmm. right? And I think that's the part that we're paying attention to. If they had won yesterday by double digits and you look back and say, gosh, they just really let that one get away with Dallas, maybe they underestimated him because Luka. Kyrie had 38 that game. Uh, By the way, it's a separate conversation, the Kyrie stuff. We get into it a little bit later. But there's... You could have just kind of put that to the side. The problem is they're all connected. Every one of these games the last week, it's not that one is disconnected from the other. The Knicks game, you lost. The Pelicans game, you went up 40, and then at one point are only up 11. Guys yeah. got to play through the fourth. The Rockets, you lost to a 16-win team. The Mavs, you lost to against Luka. Orlando, the score was, what, 103-103 with a minute to go or something along those lines. It's connected. Going back to last week, I remember you saying, "Well, they'll win the two games this weekend." I looked at, you, I said, "I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know with these guys, right?" It's like the you were saying about the Houston. I'm like, "Oh, they'll win Houston." You're like, "Trav, I'm telling you, this one doesn't feel good." You could kind of see it coming down the tracks, and this is the thing with the lake: nobody knows anything. Mm-hmm. No, they they don't know. They don't know which version of themselves are going to show up on any given night, and that's why ten games to go. They're yeah. still they can only lose four more games the rest of the way and be a 500 team. They got ten to go. They have to go. They go six and four. 
they're 500 on the nose. They got to go 7 and 3 to be over 500. That's for for this squad, 7 and 3 is a big ask. If the whole section 111 was drug tested from yesterday, all of us would have weed in our system right now. As a guy's a ninja. <laughs> Couldn't find him. Ashley coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. First one comes from Travis at LA Live. Hashtag asks Lee, how much longer are my legs going to feel like they got hit with baseball bats after the pickleball tournament? Well, your philosophy of when's the last time you stretched? You're 14? I don't think I even did it then. Not even then. So I think right now you need two more days. By Wednesday, (laughs) you'll be good. It's it's all calves, Slee. I don't know. Like you, I had shorts on, obviously, at the event. I don't wear shorts to work, so you haven't seen me in shorts a million times along the way. Yeah. I've got pretty big calves. Yeah. Like great calves. Like, a lot of people were talking about it. A lot of but people. There's a lot of stuff going on in there right now. It feels like I got like knots in there that need to be not stretched out, but like theragunned out. Maybe Ta- Carlo has the theragun. Taylor, you run most mornings, right? Nah. Taylor, you run most mornings, yeah, right? I do. I stretch. Is there a calf type of stretch that you want to give I've tried those. Trav. I have calf stretch, but they're not really working out that great. I feel like I'm going to snap a piano Just go up against wire. the wall, Trav. I, I, that's exactly what I did. Easy. Okay, It's exactly what I did, but it's not Branching working. out, Trav. It's not working. Alex in Torrance is batting lead off here. Alex, hashtag Astley. What do you got, Alex? Alright, guys. Happy Monday. I got a two-part question for you guys. Alright, I'm going to give you... I, met a, I was able to meet a NBA player yesterday. Very nice guy. I'm going to give you his accolades. Number one, I want to see if Slee, you can guess who it is. Okay. Number two, I want to see if he's an all, uh, if he's a Hall of Famer in your eyes. He was drafted in 2009. Six-time NBA All-Star. Three-time All-NBA Second Team. Two-time All-NBA Third Team. NBA Rookie of the Year 2011. Uh, he won the Slam Dunk Contest in 2011 as well. And then NBA All-Rookie, first NBA team, 2011. Any idea, Al? No, I'm trying to. Okay, 2011 wins. You said Rookie of the Year? I think so. Drafted 2009. It's going to be easier than you think. You're thinking too hard. Oh. Oh, you know, I was going to guess that, but I thought that's, I thought he was older than that. Yeah, and drafted to that. Okay, so Blake Griffin? Yeah. Okay. Blake Griffin? Correct. Okay. And is he a Hall, he of, Hall Famer? of Famer? Okay. I appreciate you calling in. So I am I am not the person, and, and I don't know what the criteria is for being a Hall of Famer. Okay? I don't. Michael and I will sit here and talk about it, and he'll say all day long why Michael Cooper Can should I be in there. Can I change the question slowly? Why Robert Ori should be in there. Some of these other players. I'm not the best person to ask about this, but I will give you my first initial gut reaction. No, okay. he's not a Hall of Fame. I agree. I, I agree with the gut reaction, and I think that especially when it comes to the basketball Hall of Fame, 
I don't think I don't think you're alone in not understanding the criteria. It's weird, right? That that it seems like a lot most of, of these leagues. It's all weird. It, you're not wrong about that either. But basketball in particular seems to have a lower threshold for enshrinement than some of the others. Okay. I think the question isn't is is he a Hall of Famer? Is is he one of the best players you've ever seen? That's kind of the answer to this, right? Like, is he one of the great players of his generation? Were you excited to go to the gym specifically just to see that guy, or was it more like Oh yeah, he's really good too. There's a difference between those two. Things. So I think he's the word excited. I think he definitely was one of the more exciting players in the NBA. But that doesn't make him was a really, really good. Yeah, it yeah. doesn't make him one of the best. Yeah, I remember it's kind of funny. He got traded from the Clippers to the Pistons. Did you ever hear anything that after was that? Pretty much the end of the line. That was it. That's kind of his career. And it doesn't mean you can't be exciting. It just doesn't mean that you're one of the best. David SFV writes, would you rather live without the internet or live without air conditioning and heating? All right, no AC, no heating, or without it. Yeah, definitely no AC, no heating. No question. Yeah, I'll take the internet all that, day that, long. That is, oh, you, oh. All right, give me the internet. You yeah. want the internet. Yeah, oh, the, for me, I go the other way, easily. Open the window, get a fan, clothes, blankets, all that stuff. I can I can make do, especially here. Yeah. Like, we don't live in, in Chicago, where I actually really need it. And Trav, all your texts would be green bubbles, regardless, because you have no <laughs> I, iMessage. I'm, I'm going back even pre that, M. Like, I'm go- I was reading something the other day. My generation, okay. I, I'm a Gen Xer, right? My generation is the last one to really know life without the internet, right? We're, we're the last ones to have grown up and lived even a portion of my adult life with no internet. Guys, it was fine. It was it was totally fine. We were able to keep in touch with people. There were things to do. It was a very very manageable way but can of I, life. You but can, that's when everybody doesn't have it. But yeah, when but, you're the only one that doesn't yeah, have it, yeah, I was going to say. Let, let's put it this way. Let's say I'm fine. But let, but let's let's say this. Fine. Let's say this for your job. Okay. Yeah. All right. The research you're doing and everything else. You're obviously relying on it. You're yes. um, paying your bills. You're relying on it. Like there's other just I'm like still, you're, I know how to write a check. I could make do. I know, but like there, there's the walks. If if you you're, get the L.A. Times delivered, yep. if the A.C. and the heater are more important than really the way you run your entire life, I just don't I, value the A.C. and yeah, the heater that much. I check in with me in uh, September when it's 110 for the last 40 days. Throw a fan on. <laughs> Lose a little sleep. Sleep no, outside. I'm out. I'm out. I that of all the things of all the things I miss from like the analog age more than anything else is that morning newspaper was such a great part of the day. You'd get through, you'd flip through it, you'd read, and all, all you'd get the stories, you'd collect some information, and you had a good solid 45 minutes to take all this stuff in as opposed to tick, 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 up there it is. It just it was a very different way. I miss it. A it's a good question deal. by uh, it is a David good there. Uh, what happens to Trav's pickleball paddle now that the tournament is over? Does he put it with the Christmas decorations, puts it in between one of the many sombreros, or does it get lost with Bobby's shoes? Oh, uh. It's in a it's in a case. When you walk by the Travis, right when you walk in, there's certain things. There's like a photo of you and the family, and then next to it is the pickleball paddle. <laughs> it's in a case there. So when we were done playing, I um, we remember how we went. We 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 ate a couple hot dogs. Yep. We were doing our thing. So I gave my girl the paddle, and I'm like, "Hey, can you hold on to this?" I come back, rookie. Chewing on it? Demolish the paddle. <laughs> it's ruined? Yes. Oh, no. She's like, well, I didn't know that was going to happen. What do you mean you didn't know that? What, yeah, has he, he was doing it at the tournament. Yeah. Has he ever Has he ever put anything in his mouth that he didn't demolish? 
Come on now. So uh, paddle's gone. My the, dog back at home. I got to go to Target uh, and buy two more paddles. Actually, she always went, got into our DVDs. So for a long time, like we'd have like our oh DVDs gosh. on display or whatever. And our dog, Penny, would go in, chew on the outside, open in the DVDs, then chew on the actual DVDs. It was, it was terrible. Yeah, Rookie is more, he'll take a shoe and he thinks it's a game because we have to chase him <laughs> to get it. And he's like, this is awesome. <laughs> Rookie, what are you doing? For the record, Bobby doesn't lose his shoes. He just chooses not to bring them with him. He knows he knows where they are at all times. It's not like he doesn't can't find them and he goes without. Good. It's he chooses not to bring them. There's a huge difference yeah. between those two things. Uh, Capitano Matt, what kind of tournament should ESPN LA host next? Billiards, shuffleboard, or twister? Hashtag Ask Slee. Do I only got to pick through those three? Uh, no, uh, dealer's choice too. All right. Um... So if it doesn't have to be – look, basketball is the main one, but we've done it, and I think that's always one. It's not really unique. There's nothing unique about it. So, But basketball is by far – you get the most people involved. You have 10 people on the floor. You get yeah, a couple more people. Look, can, can we be honest for a second? We're not good. Nobody's good. The amount of basketball players here that could put on something that people would want to look at for even two seconds is about three people long. All right, then help me out with what's the right sport. You need Sof- something. Softball was a good. Bad. That was a Every, good one. Everybody can play. You need you can't something. Do like an individual do. pickleball yeah. is is a really good one because even if you stink, you can play. Mm-hmm. Pool's not bad. Bowling maybe. Bowling. That's the answer. Bowling. Everybody can bowl. You yeah. Can. And if you're really bad, we put the little rails up and everybody wins. Yep. You're in the rail division. Yeah. The bumper one. Yeah. All right. So this is from Emily in uh, LA Live. And I have a question. So should I prepare for April 3rd for you to ask off so you can go to see San Diego State play in the Final Four if they get there? Will you fly to Houston or will you just, t- if that oh, we're happens. We're talking like Final Four, Final Four. Yeah. Would you take off they have Alabama and stay next, here? Right? Alabama next. Yeah. Would you take off and stay here or would you actually want to travel to go to Houston if they made the Final Four? It's a really good question. So let let me put it this way. I've gone to two Sweet 16s, and the only two Sweet 16s San Diego State have been in both landed in Anaheim. So we got lucky, right? They lost both of those. So now in my head, I'm like, well, I'm not going to go. You're the cooler. I'm out, right? I'm out. And every other Aztec fan that was there. If they get past Alabama, who's the number one overall seed in the tournament. Last one standing, right, Em? The other three are out? Uh, Houston's still in, I think. Is Houston still in? Yeah. I wouldn't know. Well, <laughs> if, by the way, if, if San, I might, I might be no, I think you're right. I think you're right. But if San Diego State was out too, I'm with you. Like, what do, what's, I don't know anything about any of these other schools. You gotta go. If they get, you gotta go. If they get out of this, if they just pass Alabama, I mean, all hands on deck. It doesn't matter where it is. They could change the location to. You'd go to the Elite Eight game? Elite Eight would be on, so they go Friday. Sunday. No, I can't because the Lakers have a game against the freaking Chicago Bulls. Um, I would try to do everything I possibly can to try to go to any one of these games. But that's going to be in Louisville. Even if it's like a date, fly in, fly out. Final Four is an easy one to say yes to. But I'm just saying, if you get past the number one overall seed... I think it's you try to do everything you can to be a part I, of it. I'm not trying to throw cold water on it because it would be, but it, the Elite Eight is like, okay, it's cool, but it's not the des- The Sweet 16 is a destination. The, the Final, Final Four, is, Four a is a destination. It's right? a whole weekend. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's a whole thing. That eight is, if you're going to go to the eight, you might as well go to the 16, right? Yeah. Because and I also really regret thing. not going to the Final Four when UVA made it. Like, it would have been really awesome. Especially, here, here I'm going to make one more pitch for you. 
You no, need, I would go. That's you, you need to one. go because the odds of them going back are not great. Yeah, right. This this is a once in a lifetime opportunity potentially. You got to jump on it. UVA goes like they, they will be back in the Final Four in your lifetime almost Likely, assuredly. Hopefully, yeah. San Diego State maybe yeah, maybe go. not. You know, be no. April first. Be a Saturday. I will go to the Gauchos if they get to the round of thirty-two. I will show up in the uh, the second round no matter what. World Baseball Classic, better than I ever could have imagined. And we've got an unbelievable game tonight and then another one tomorrow. That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.